Y'all, we back. Back like we left something. Welcome back to I Got a Story to Tell. Thank y'all for joining me again this week. Um, thank y'all for listening last week. Hopefully y'all enjoyed my story on why I hate the Capitals. Y'all know how I do. Before we get going, I got to give somebody their flowers. This week, I want to give flowers and some love to my boy Kendrick Wiley, who I call Kimbo. Ken, man, I just want to thank you for those Sunday morning talks at work. You will have a cup of coffee in your hand, walk on the unit. You and I sit down and we would just talk. We would talk about dreams and goals and aspirations and religion and life and family and all this. I needed those talks, Ken. Whether you know it or not, I needed those conversations we had. I also want to show you some love for the celebration, the honoring of your grandmother. What you do for your grandmother every year for her birthday is second to none, unmatched. That celebration is amazing. I want to thank you for inviting me out to those weekend um, celebrations of your grandmother. Getting to meet the fellas in the family, whether we at Top Golf or just sitting around having a drink talking. Thank you, brother. Um, thank you for inviting me to your hometown of Bunky. Good old Bunky, Louisiana. Shout out Bunky. We had a great time, man. What you do for those kids is amazing, man. Keep going and keep doing it, Ken. Keep going. Um, so thank you. Um, for those conversations, like I said, that we had, whether it was talking about dreams or goals, aspirations for the girls or Gina or you or just life, period. I needed that. I love you, brother. Keep going, brother. With that being said, y'all know what time it is. I got a story to tell. Let's go. This story takes place in March of 2002. My brother and I are living right outside of Tampa in Odessa, Florida. We've been living there about nine months at this time. We're still trying to get acclimated to the city. So what's the best way to get acclimated? Go kick it. So what do we do? Go kick it. Around that time, my brother and I, we kicked it a lot. We went out, hung out, had a great time, enjoyed life. So this Thursday, my brother and I are chilling at the crib, going over our plan of what spots we were going to hit this coming weekend. While we're sitting there talking, I get a text from my boy back at the crib in Ohio. He's like, hey, Mike, this chick I know saw a picture of you and she wants to holler at you. So like most people, how do I respond? Hey, what she look like? He responds with, she's straight. So y'all hear that? That monotone, she straight. That means middle of the road. Now, I'm going to call a timeout here from the story. We're going to stop the story right here. So whenever I'm getting um, any type of feedback on how a young lady looks, I have to consider the source. I have to consider the nigga that's judging. Now, 
I can trust my brother Kev, my brother Jimmy, and my brother DC on their judgment. So, for example, if I call, they're going to answer in one of four ways. If I call Mac and I'll be like, hey, Mac, what she look like? And he says, oh, she's straight. That's middle of the road. Y'all see that? It was monotone, middle of the road. She's not too high. She's not too low. If I say, hey, Mac, what she look like? And he says, oh, she's straight. See how it fluctuated a little bit? That means she's a little better than average. If I say, hey, Mac, what she look like? And he says, she's straight. If he carried that straight out like that, that means she's John Blaze, right? She's fire. Now, the fourth way, if I say, hey, Mac, how she look? Or what she look like. And that nigga say, well, if he hits me with the high pitched well, I know she's a schnug, right? She's a booger wolf. So back to the story. I asked my boy, I say, hey, what she look like? He hits me middle of the road with the, she straight. I'm cool with middle of the road. I'm not tripping. The reason I'm not tripping is because I can look at my track record, right? I can see and I know personally I've smashed some gargoyles and some snapdragons before. So I'm not tripping off middle of the road. So I'm like, cool. Shoot him my info. Shoots me the info. That Friday, my brother and I are getting ready to go out. We're going to go to Club Joy. That was our spot on Friday nights on Dale Mabry Club Joy. I get a text from old girl that says, hey, my name's Michelle. Just wanted to shoot you my info. Um, hit me up. Whenever you get a chance, it's coming from an Indianapolis number, right? Shout out to everybody in Naptown. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll hit you up later. My brother and I go out. We in Club Joy. We a thousand drinks in. We having a great time enjoying life. I get a text from her again. It says, don't party too hard to the point you forget to hit me up. I'm like, shit. Okay, cool. We have a good night. Saturday rolls around. My brother and I, we step out. We go to Ebor Strip. Ebor Strip is a strip club down this area in Tampa called Ebor, Y-B-O-R, bunch of clubs and shit. Now, Ebor Strip is a strip club, but it should not be confused with uh, Magic City, uh, Blue Flame, Pleasers, Nickies. It shouldn't be confused with like HKs in Houston, none of that shit, right? It is what it is. It's just a regular strip club in Tampa. Cool. We go to Ebor Strip, have a good time. Sunday rolls around. My brother and I, we step out like anybody in the early 2000s in Tampa. Sunday night, you go to the Blue Martini. So we go to the Blue. We have a great time. Monday rolls around. I get a text from old girl that says, you must still be out kicking it because I ain't heard from you. So I respond with some bogus ass shit like, yeah, busy weekend was busy all weekend. Um, but it was bullshit. So her and I are texting a little bit on and off about two, two and a half weeks. So one day... I shoot her a text and I'm like, hey, email me a picture of you. Now, for the younger listeners, I know y'all like, nigga, email? Yeah, email. Because camera phones weren't as popular as they are now. Early 2000s, niggas were still trapping off uh, sidekicks and whatnot. So she's like, all right, cool. So about an hour, hour and a half passes, she sends a text that says, you must not have liked what you saw because you didn't respond. Honestly, I forgot. So I run over to my computer, pull up my AOL account, look at it. I'm like, oh, shit, she right. So I'm like, damn, my boy really undersold this shit. So I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, oh, yeah, definitely. So let me describe the picture. She's 
like light brown skin. Um, her wig is popped. She got on a red V-neck sweater, body fake decent. So I'm like, Psh, nigga, it's a go for me. So now I'm starting to pick up the communication. We're talking more and more, texting less, but talking more. And after probably about two weeks, I'm like, hey, we need to link up. She responds with, yes, we do. So I ask, I'm like, hey, can you fly down to Tampa? She's like, no, nah, my job has me splitting time between Indianapolis and Cincinnati. Um, but can you fly home to Cincinnati? Nigga, what? Say less. So I'm planning, you know, to fly home. Like I'm talking about after that conversation, after she asked me, can I fly home? I was on the computer looking for flights at that moment. We talking more and more. So as time's going, time is like progressing and going on. We talking, we come to find out that her mentor at her job in her career that she looks up to this woman knows my frat brother, Paris PC, who I introduced y'all to in the last episode, why I hate the Kappas. The one I owe Smokey Robinson looking nigga, right? So her mentor knows my boy and my frat brother PC. So we all decide we're all going to link up while I'm home. Time for me to come home. I'm flying home on a Thursday evening. I'm coming back on a Sunday evening. That Thursday night, I fly home, get home, check into the uh, Hyatt downtown Cincinnati. Go in, shower, go straight to La Rosa's, get some cheese pizza, right? That used to be my shit. So, leave there, go hang out with my mother, my friends, all this, right? Have a great time. So, I'm excited because we're supposed to link up on Friday after she gets off work. Go to sleep, wake up super early. I get up early Friday morning because I'm not a late sleeper. Go to Frisch's, eat breakfast. Leave, go get coffee. I'm walking around downtown. I'm just hanging out. So late in the day, I'm sitting on Fountain Square, drinking coffee. I hear somebody say, hey, Mikey. Now, when I was younger, that was the name everybody called me, Mikey. People who knew me from my past, like from the fair apartments, all that, they would call me Mikey. If they knew my brother, they would call me Lil' Kevin. If they met me like middle school, high school, they would call me Mike or by my last name. Or I even had a few people call me Michael. So when I hear somebody say, hey, Mikey, I knew right there. I said, oh, shit, this is somebody from my past. So I look, it's my boy Squid. I ain't seen Squid in a long time, right? Shout out Squid. So we talking for about, shit, two hours on Fountain Square. He goes his separate, we go our separate ways, I should say. I go back to the hotel. Now, my plan is, I'm about to get fresh, throw my outfit on, throw my kit on, throw my smell goods on, go downstairs to the bar, have a drink or two, and wait for old girl to get there to the hotel so we can meet in the lobby. I do that. I'm chilling in the lobby. My boy Squid pops up again. We talking again. He like, hey, Mike, bust a few moves with me real quick. So while we talk, he like, nigga, we gonna get, we gonna get in the car. We gonna go here with all this shit. So I'm telling him, I'm like, hey, nigga, I can't be gone long. He like, I got you. Okay. 
We go out to the garage. We get to his car. This nigga hype about his new car. So we get to his car. Nigga got a Riviera, right? We get in the Riviera. Nigga. It smell like wood tip, black and mild. Mid. And Egyptian musk oil, right? So I'm like, oh. So I'm mad as shit because I'm like, the stench is about to be on me. I can't walk up on an old girl smelling like this, right? So I'm like, fuck. So now in my mind, I'm thinking this nigga needs to get me back early enough so I can shower, get back right, so I can go down here and meet old girl. So me and him, we busting a few moves. We go to uh, Wind Terrace. Then we go to College Hill. Then we go to Mount Healthy. Then he drops me back off at the hotel. Go up in the room. Now, also in my mind, I'm like, damn, I had my, my kit picked out what I was going to wear. Now I got to switch it up. So I'm like, shit. So I end up putting on a pair of jeans, like some ripped jeans, a white polo, this camo hat I had, and these white, purple, and silver Air Force Ones that I had. They're majority white. And they had like a little robot near the heel, right? So I'm still flat. I don't get it fucked up or confused. I'm still flat. My fragrance at the time was Pie by Givenchy, right? So I'm... I'm, I'm, ugh, I'm, I'm putting it on, right? Because I got to be smelling good, right? Because in my mind, when I'm playing it out, right, I'm feeling like, okay, I'm looking fresh. I'm smelling fantabulous, right? I'm going to go down here, give her one of these hugs when I meet her in person. She's going to melt. And it's little flip. Game over, right? So that's what I'm, in my mind, that's how I'm playing it out, right? So I'm getting fresh. I'm putting my, my, my sprays on right and all i can do is like in my mind i'm playing out how it's gonna go because i'm thinking like nigga i'm dressed fresh i look good when i walk up on her i'm gonna be looking better than a bacon egg sandwich to her right like i'm gonna walk towards her and she gonna be like oh my god this nigga look better than a welfare check that came early right so that's all that's going on in my mind i'm a nigga fellas listen to me if you got a fresh outfit on and you smell good She's going. If you got a halfway decent outfit on, but you smell great, she's still going. Now, I can't speak for a nigga with a bullshit outfit on and smell good. I don't know. I wouldn't test that theory if I was you. So, I don't know. But, back to the story. So, I'm sitting in the room. I'm smelling good. I'm looking good. She called the phone. Hey, I'm downstairs nigga i'm like hell yes so in my mind i'm i'm shit i'm in the, the 96 bulls like pre-game huddle when them niggas say what time is it game time i'm on that right i'm hype i go in the mirror i give myself the last once over right i gotta make sure everything right so i look it over and i'm just like damn Barbara Wilson's son and did it again, right? So I'm like, ooh-wee, she ain't going to be able to help herself. So I get the cologne. I'm hit last two sprays, right? I'm The long joints, though, the kss, kss, you know, like the long. You remember how niggas had jerry curls and, like, lay down long on the activator, right? The right-on shit? Y'all remember right-on activator? Y'all remember y'all niggas had curls and shit. So anyway, I'm laying down on cologne with the long sprays, right? Some of, I know a lot of niggas call it the sprayer or the pump. It's called an itemizer. So I'm laying down on the itemizer with the long. 
sound like a flat tire coming, right? So I'm like, bet. Go out in the hallway, hit the little elevator button. Boom. I'm like, oh, wait. So if you've ever been to the Hyatt downtown, you can look over the little balcony thing as you, as you wait on the elevator and you can see the lobby. So I asked her what she had on. So I know what she's wearing, but I don't see her when I look over. I'm like, okay, maybe she's around the corner. Fuck it. So I get on the elevator. I'm looking in at my reflection in the elevator, right? I'm adjusting and all that shit, right? Because it got to be right. You feel me? So I'm looking in the, in the uh, doors. I'm like, damn, Barbara Wilson, you made something fantastic. So get off the elevator. Y'all, when I step off, right? I take one step off. As I'm moving, I can smell the cologne in the air. Oh, nigga, it's like a cloud around. Y'all remember on Charlie Brown, pig pen, the little dirty nigga? Like, you would see him and he'd have like the, the, the funk smoke around him. That's how I'm feeling. I'm like pig pen, but I ain't stinking. So I got the, 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 the cloud of smell goods around me. So I don't see it, so I bust the corner a little bit. And then I see the outfit. I'm like, oh, shit, there she go. Nigga, I'm smiling. I'm like, oh, we. I'm walking. I'm like, yes, sir. Getting closer and closer and closer. And nigga. Nigga. I've been hit with the old bait and switch. You young niggas call it catfish. Nigga, I got catfish. Y'all, I walk up on her and this woman is nothing like that picture. So let me describe. She, she's taller than I am and I'm not a short person. She's looking like down at me a little bit, right? And you can tell she's uncomfortable with her height because she's like slouching over, like hunched over, like trying to be smaller and shit, right? Um, in the mouth and nose area, I know, I know my fellas and basketball fans will know what, who I'm talking about, but in the mouth and nose, she looked like Rick Mahorn for the Detroit Pistons. Right. So I'm like, holy smokes. Um, she had like, uh, what, what y'all call it? Women when the, uh, when the African sisters like braids, right? How, like extension braids. So she had some braids, which I like them too, but she had those. On the phone, she had this confidence and borderline conceited attitude that I was like, okay, cool. She's feeling herself. She She's confident. But in person, she had like a Tim Duncan swag, right? So I'm like, oh, this is terrible. All the joy and excitement just left my body. I'm like, this is, this is, this is terrible, right? About five minutes later, the mentor... And my boy PC walks in. And this is where I call a timeout to the story too. Quick PSA. If you are cool with me, friends, family, somebody I've known for years, I need you to always be able to read context clues, pick up on certain vibes and signals, right? Now back to the story. They're sitting there trying to decide what the move is. Where, where are we going? Are we just going to eat or what? The mentor says, hey, let's go to Kenwood Mall. Nigga. Kenwood Mall 
is the most popular mall in the city of Cincinnati. The last thing I want to do is be seen in Kenwood Mall with Rick Mahorn. So, I'm like, oh shit. I'm expecting my nigga PC to pick up on the vibe and be like, nah, I know my nigga Mike damn sure don't want to go there with old girl. But nah, what this nigga say? Yeah, we can go to Kenwood. This old shopping ass nigga buying shoes and, and, and pants and shirts and suits and shit, he wants to go to Kenwood Mall. I look at this nigga, I say, you dirty motherfucker. I say, oh, nigga. So, where are we going? Kenwood Mall. We are riding four deep. So, the mentor was like, well, I'll just drive. We can all ride my car. <sighs> Me and old girl in the back seat. Now, I'm in the back seat. I'm hurt. I'm upset. I'm sad. I'm mad. Disappointed. All that shit. And I don't want to go to fucking Kenwood Mall with Rick Mahorn. So I'm looking out the window. Have you ever seen like them Hallmark movies where say some sad shit happens where say child protective services come take some kids out the house and they got to take them to foster care and the kid don't really want to leave. And he looking out the car window and the, the, the house is getting further away. You know what I'm saying? He just looking out the window and one tear rolled down. That's what type shit I'm on. I'm looking at the Hyatt Hotel and I'm just looking out the window and it gets further away and further away. And I'm not saying shit. I'm like, oh my God. Now, another reason I don't want to go to Kenwood is because at the time there were a couple young ladies in the city of Cincinnati that I was dealing with, even though I lived in Tampa. I didn't tell them I was going to be in town. The last thing I need is to be in Kenwood Mall with Rick Mahorn and one of these young ladies see me and be like, oh, so you came in town, you ain't want to call and let, let me know? Oh, nigga. So we get to Kimball. I'm in that bitch acting like a Middle Eastern wife. I'm walking 10 paces behind everybody. I'm looking at windows, fake window shopping. I'm not going to buy none of this shit. I'm just looking because I don't want nobody knowing with them. I am mad as shit, right? We walk around the mall, what seems like forever. End up leaving, go grab something to eat. Hey, drop me off at the hotel. So they drop me off. I'm sitting on the foot of the bed, just sick, like nigga. Old girl calls my phone. Hey, I was just calling to see how you doing. I was like, oh, I'm good. Hey, you want me to come through? Nope, I could not say no fast enough. I'm like, nah, 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 nope, I'm good. You sure? Yep, I'm sure. I get off the phone. Now, I'm sitting there collecting my thoughts and trying to make light of this whole situation, right? So I'm like, okay, you're at home in Cincinnati. It feels good to be home. This one situation, you can't let fuck up your entire trip home. So don't let it fuck it up. Make the best of it. All right, cool. So the plan is for later for all of us to get together, go to the mentor's house and eat dinner. Until then, I'm all over the city. I'm having a great time. I'm all at Alabama fish getting fish. I'm all, I mean, I'm everywhere. Hanging out with my people I ain't seen in a long ass time, having a good time. They pick me up to go to dinner. Sit there through dinner. I put on a, 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 I put on a positive face. 
I'm laughing, you know, a little bit fake laughing and shit. Dinner's over. They drop me back off. They drop me back off at the hotel. She calls my phone again. Um, you want me to come? Nah, I'm good. So then she follows that up with, um, I just get the feeling something's wrong. My response, a oh, word, you do? Word? Anybody knows me knows I use the word word. So I'm like, word? She's like, yeah. I was like, why do you think that is? So she responds with, um, because I don't, I don't look like the picture I sent. I said, yeah, you noticed that, huh? She goes on to tell me, you know, that's not her. And I wanted to be like, Psh, I know. She goes on to tell me how she's insecure, all this and all that. I'm like, okay, I get it. I understand. Cool. We get off the phone. Sunday morning. Wake up. She calls me. Now, my flight doesn't leave to come back to uh, Tampa until like 630 that evening. At this point, it's probably about 9, 930. She calls and she's like, hey. Um, do you want to go to church? I'm like, nah, no thanks. I appreciate the offer, but nah, no thanks. She was like, why not? So I'm like, uh, cause I, I don't like, I'm the type of person, um, no is a complete sentence to me and I don't have to explain the no. And I was just like, I just don't want to go. So she goes off on a tangent about me, you know, somebody inviting you to church and you, I'm like, hold on Slim. I'm like, listen, I've told you this before. I'm like, hey, I'm Muslim. I go to uh, I go to the masjid for Juma service on Friday. So, you know, I grew up in the church. I don't have a problem with the church. You know, I just don't want to go. Uh, you're not going to heaven. Oh, okay, cool. So I get off the phone. Again, my flight doesn't leave till 630 ish. Fuck that. I'm going to the airport now. So I get to the airport, it's before noon. It's probably 11.30. I'm making a day of it in the airport. I'm just so happy to be going back to Tampa because this whole experience has been so shitty. So, hanging around the airport, I read damn near every magazine they got. I go drink, eat, I'm having a great time in the airport. Fly back to Tampa, get in the car, drive back to the crib. Walk in the door, put my bags down. My brother says, nigga, you straight? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm straight. I'm good. He says, how was it? I act like I ain't hear him. I'm like, huh? He was like, how was it? I looked at that nigga and all I could say was, nigga. <laughs>